password now. You can just look at like the sludgy shit that's on the screen, <laughs> yeah. really, like if you really wanted to. I was I was just thinking about um, do you ever like think about doing some sort of crime and like how you do it if if you had the chance, <laughs> how you do the perfect like house robbery? Obviously, you have to. Like any 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 pro knows, you have to <laughs> you have to stake out the house, watch watch the family, see what see what they're doing, mm-hmm. see their their routines, record a podcast with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah, of course uh, you had to do that. But I was thinking, it's always the hardest part because of the alarm. It's always an alarm you have to deal with. But what you could do is you wait till there's one person in the house and they leave. If there if there's an opportunity like that. To do is you wait till they're like in an alley, and then you stick them up, keep them where they are at gunpoint, mm-hmm. take their keys, go in, or even get get the the alarm number off them under pain uh, pain of death. Yeah, and uh, then just stroll in, take everything, and leave, and then you can release the guy. How about that? It's it genius. Look, I don't think anyone's ever done that. What? You, what what's so different about this? Sorry. I'm, I'm kind of re- revealing the genius. As opposed to now. as opposed to just what. As opposed to setting up from any alarm or having to smash through the door and create attention, you're just walking. So you in. think all robbers do this? Smash through doors, set off the alarm. I think the whole plan is to avoid doing the, both of those things. Yeah, it's, it's as if you're. But they, but it's it's a, it's completely foolproof because you have you have all the time in the world, you right? Need. And you, there's no risk of an alarm because you set it off, and you have complete control of the door and the opening and closing. Whereas most guys probably like. Try to get in windows and stuff. And there's usually people there, and there's alarms. No, there aren't. Yeah, there are. No, they're not. People. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. This is gonna be cut. I can happily say it's not. Ge- what do you mean it's genius? It is. That's the point of anyone who's ever tried to rob a house to avoid the people being in the house yeah, and to avoid the alarm and to avoid breaking anything. Yeah, but this is the way to do it. Okay. Right. So if you're saying, okay. Jimmying Jimmying window is gonna set off an alarm. Why wouldn't you just pick the locks? Because an alarm would go. Wait, and then it, you do what I would do is do exactly the same. Just wait for the person to go. I wouldn't even stick them up. Pick both the locks or however many locks that was necessary. Go in with like an infrared, like laser. <laughs> and if you look, if you infrared on the buttons, you'll see which buttons have been pressed. And then you type that in. That's pretty cool. And then you have but, an alarm code. Mm, that's a good cool idea. And maybe you, maybe you'd have to break in numerous times. No, but the point is, that once you open the door, yeah, you'd have to do that very fast though. Well, it wouldn't take very long. Well, okay. If there was a problem there, you could just go in, set the alarm off, and then just go out back at it again, and nobody would have blue light on it. Yeah, like a UV light. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) See if anyone or add a quickie in the left. (laughs) Wait a second. Wait a second. Okay, you get your sperm thing right, (laughs) and what you do is your your semen detector light, whatever the hell that is. What you do is you find that there's one person left in the house, right, and then. You know, you try to do ritual masturbator. No, wait, 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 wait. This is even better. You get like pheromones, like <laughs> make people really horny. Don't ask me how you get this, but you get a hold of them, and then you like waft it into the house through the window, and the guy's like, "Fucking!" <laughs> no, he's about to leave the house, so he leaves the semen on. Then it's or really you easy. You pay to someone to walk by naked. Yeah, walk by the window naked. Something like that. That's genius. Uh, it is absolute genius. Okay, so this is episode nine of YDK podcast. If you didn't know. Okay, you did. No, I didn't. Did you notice that your review has been taken down from iTunes? Really? Yes. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> just all penis envy. Uh, What's wrong with that? It's a psychological term. <laughs> it's nothing profane. You, you, you can argue it in front of the CEO of 
Well, I'm just going to put it back up and uh, without <laughs> penis envy. Okay, cool. I have it. I have it saved on my laptop in case I you need. I can't believe there there are genuinely people who read those and spend all their time reading reviews, mm-hmm. random yeah. podcasts. Yeah. With no, they followers. probably have some sort of technology <laughs> that allows them to search through anything and filter out anything they don't want. Mm, robots. They had to, but they had to listen to the first episode of this podcast for quality control before when you submit the episode to iTunes before they're happy with it. So they had to endure it. They had to do it anyway. Exactly, mm. they had to endure it. Um, so uh, Alex is here. We don't really have uh, much to talk about today, so you may ask us why the hell we're recording a podcast, but mm. because uh, because we don't have our uh, our sports guy. "Quote unquote" here. Well, he Owen knows more about sports than the rest of us. Honestly, he's a wider spread of knowledge. He's a wider yeah. grasp of, of all sports. Maybe that's because he's a loser. But uh, <laughs> so I mean, we could talk about sport, but there's not much interesting going on uh, off season in football. Yeah, and not interesting transfers. We could talk about Dejan Lovrens and, and cycling. Oh, in case you didn't notice, this isn't going to be an experimental podcast. Which I will reveal in a couple of minutes. But uh, I was oh, looking yeah. for one thing to fit in a clip of you saying, or a drop of you saying, we don't talk about cycling on this podcast. <laughs> anytime I just have it there and I would just loop it over. I'm blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, you can. We, we could record some special ones, but uh, like some, but that would be a bit douchey, wouldn't it? If we just went and mm. recorded some, no, we can't do that. Um, I suppose NFL training camps on, not particular, mm. not of particular mm-hmm. interest and NBA off season. I will note that I saw one funny thing and I, you know, the way people hate on like, internet comments and forum posts and like you know youtube comments and that's people don't like those you know people it's the scum of the earth that trolls people on youtube comments and comments on articles on mm. bleach report or espn or something but i did actually see a funny <laughs> i did see a funny one have you noticed that on a lot of these comments are like you know i made five hundred thousand euros working online for free for five hours on two days a week have you seen those no. people spam those i'm not quite sure what the story is behind that but like maybe people are getting paid to advertise this get quick this bogus get rich quick mm. website you know when on most of the websites you frequent there's always like ad click so you click on a link or whatever and then an ad pops up and a new ta- tab in your browser and it's like do you want to hear about how i made money <laughs> and all this sort of crap yeah. yeah well it's sort of along those lines there was an article where uh, Dwayne Wade resigned with the Heat, and he took less money, but he made like fourteen million a year. But it was a really funny comment on the thing. It was like somebody had made one of these shitty comments, where it's like, "I made five hundred thousand euro working last year online, doing nothing, staying at home, and all this sort of crap." And you know, it's total bogus. You know what? It, but a reply to that was, "Dwayne Wade made fourteen million working online at home," and it was it was a brilliant comment because you had to like. You had to like open the comment up to see the full comment because it looked like it was just spam. And then when you opened it up, you saw, yeah, yeah that's good. Poor Dwayne. That's poor. Gonna have to buy one less, one fewer mansion. Ferrari. Yeah. So uh, today's a little bit of an experimental episode, but uh, yeah, you got to be fast on that. I got to be quick on these. <laughs> I am now. Well, I suppose I produce this podcast anyway. I I would be the no. producer, obviously. No, I do. Okay, <laughs> you do because you know all about it. Yeah. But uh, I think it's fair to say that these first ten episodes have been somewhat experimental in their nature. Mm. So I'm not afraid to introduce new things. Is one word I would use. Okay, what was the other word you used? So I, I have a I have a list of a couple of a list of drops that I can insert to it, but I need to be quick on the draw. But I'm sure mm. as I get used to them, I will be foreseeing what you're talking about and be able to do it. So, <laughs> uh, I don't want to just jump in with them now. Obviously, I want them to be more spontaneous. But I just missed my chance with that last one. <laughs> anyway, um, however, what I do want to talk to you about today is South Park. No, not South Park. <laughs> go go. <laughs> I want to talk to you about uh, 
video games. Today, as of recording, The Last of Us Remastered came out for a PS4, which is good. But there's not much other internet news. I suppose you could talk about Comic-Con. You heard about Comic-Con just happened recently? I didn't I didn't look into it. You weren't aware of Comic-Con happenings? I know it happens every year. Uh, okay, well, uh, anyway, um, I wanted to talk to you about, uh, how do I phrase this? The apotheosis of video gaming? Like, what is the, you play a game for whatever reason. Some games aren't conducive to this. Obviously not. What? Is apotheosis the right word? The pinnacle, the zenith of video gaming. See, I have a lot of problems with video games, right? So let's take, for example, the game I always choose. What game am I going to talk about here, obviously? Last of Us? No, no. I'm going to talk about... Uh, well, oh, of course. Skyrim. Obviously. <laughs> I'm going to talk about The Elder Scrolls. Right. So I have a problem with that ga- with, the, with those type of games. Fallout and The Elder Scrolls titles. If the game wants to be open world, right, it doesn't make sense that the world isn't infinite. Do you know what I mean? If they... I, I know the way that it's, it has to be to a reasonable extent, but I think the map on Skyrim is like 16 square miles, which isn't much. Mm. So... What happens when you reach the edge, actually? There's nothing. You can't go any further. There are like you just a couple walk into a wall. Uh, in, um, essentially. In uh, call it? Wind Waker, they did a kind of a smarter thing than that, I suppose, is that when you go to the edge of the map, you like get caught in a whirlwind and it like sends you back the other way. <laughs> so every time you go out, it like throws you back the other way. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I get it. But I don't think... And also, for example, when you like do the crafting systems in all these games, it, it annoys me that there are limits to the amount of things you can create and it's very it's not nuanced enough in I don't mean personalizing as in having a pink set of armor or boots or some sh- something like that what I mean is like statistically it's all across the board exactly the same I would like more depth in this and I understand that was taking an incredible <coughs> amount of time and that's not really maybe what the game is about the game's more about the story or whatever but in a game that's very open world heavy and people are going to spend a lot of time in it because it's a single player game it breeds them Okay, only on PC, but it breeds the modding community. People mm-hmm. make mods for video games, new sets of armor, new quest lines, all this sort of stuff. And that that's the real thing I wanted to get to. I can't stand that of, of all. I can't stand people altering the video game like that. Because yeah. it's the experience that the developer has given to you, right? And you don't want to... I wouldn't like to, to alter that. I, I may have things that I would like to alter, but I don't want to go in making my own armors and, and doing this and then... But you don't have to, like, live in their mod world. No, no, of course not. Of course not. I choose yeah. to avoid it, but... But that's that's a big thing in Call of Duty. has ruined... Well, for example, it has pretty much ruined COD 4. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. Because you have to live these these assholes, uh, mods or whatever. Because, like, half of the games... Pretty much every second team deathmatch, kind of online match, they they change the format. They actually change the format, like and like grenade launchers that like can like shoot thousands of times a second. Okay, but how can they bring? And that- every second game you you join now is is one of those, or or there's someone cheating in it, like high on top of a building you can't get to normally. It just ruins the experience. Okay, well that's that's <clears> something that game. I hadn't even planned to talk about, which was that's in multiplayer games. Mm. Okay. That like directly ruins other people's experience. Of course. Okay. Well, let's just, let's just play, let's just start up cheating though. Mm. But then again, people are always bound to play with these, the limits of these things. And to an extent, it's just a game of Call of Duty. <laughs> no, it's not just a game. It's not just a game. Okay. <laughs> but 
Like, it's just a, like a five-minute death match, exactly as you said, in, in Call of Duty. So what difference does it make if they really cheat? I understand. But it, yeah. You but isn't that an option when you go into it to say, this is a modded game type or something like that? Every second game, you join no, as but someone d- like this doing something. Oh, just yeah. exploring It's the hard game. to actually find just a, a game. Okay, well, that game is really is. old, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So okay, it's had so a lot of time for assholes to, yeah. to screw around with it. Yeah. To work their particular brand of magic. That's actually not what I wanted to get. I wanted to talk about what is the pinnacle of gaming. Is it being the best multiplayer? Like, what? what is it? Is it pinnacle experiencing the game? Gamer, is it behaving? Yeah. Like, is it being able to do a run-through on the hardest difficulty of something without dying? What is it? I have a lot of respect for people who are good is it at speed? Call of Duty. Okay. Is it speedrunning? Is it what, what, like, that's what I'm trying to mean, because I have this problem when I play a game, like, I sit down and I want to do it a certain way. So when I sit down and play an open world game like Skyrim, I want it to be totally, totally a role playing game. Uh, you, you know, I have a custom set of armor and it's all my armor. And that's where that, what I was talking about earlier, I want more pers- being able to personalize your stuff a little bit more. And I don't mean just in terms of making it really good. I mean, you know, having quirks to it, having it's this, <laughs> this sounds really stupid, but you do slightly less damage here for some reason than another person would with the same item because it's yours or because it, you've, crafted it differently or something like that so what i'm saying is when i go to an open world game i want it to be fully versatile whereas a game where it's not open world where I, there's only a limited thing i can do to me pinnacle of that game is being able to do it as quickly as possible yeah you know being able to run through it as faultlessly and as flawlessly and as quickly as possible and then you say maybe competitive multiplayer is the thing where a game is 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 built yeah, like I call mean, of duty towards that uh, two things that come to mind for me are and they they apply to my uh, my interest in yeah. gaming, which is Mario Kart, yeah, time trials, yeah, and being able to do them perfectly. Is, yeah, so is this a is a sweet feeling. So this is and an it's example. Also, it, it requires a lot of skill and accuracy, and also again dominating in multiplayer. Call of oh. Duty. <laughs> right. Okay. So let's take Mario Kart. As Those an are the pinnacles for me. Let's take Mario Kart as an example. Can you on that game just do a track by yourself? With yeah. no other players. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he, this is what I'm trying to. This is what I'm trying to ask. Is that better, or is it being able to play on 150 cc and do every single cup and get first on it every single time? But that's ridiculously easy. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Right. It's 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 bad if I lose a, a okay. single game against computers. Okay, but what if it's against <clears throat> the four or however many multiplayer, how many players you can fit in a session of Mario Kart in, the, in a race? Being able to beat, come first against. Other yes. players. Is like, it competitive like multiplayer? My, like for my brothers, my brothers, for example. No, I mean like everyone, like the best, other best ones in the world, purported best players in the world. Whoever else out well, there, have, whoever else out there claims to be the best Mario Kart player in the world. Version of the game. Mm-hmm. They show world, world uh, whatever the scores. Yeah, the leaderboards. World, yeah, leaderboards. And uh, I'm like, oh, they're really close. Like usually second or but third. But do, do you play like online? But obviously not. Yeah, do you I play don't. like online races against? I used to. I was big into it for a while. I okay. stopped in ages ago. But so if you got Mario Kart 8... But pretty right. much all of my time draws are close to these guys, but the, the, the rub is that the guys in front of me are using bikes. Right. There's only one or two, and I think there's one guy that must be cheating. Cause... So you need to learn... Okay, well, that's that's a good point, because, like, I mean, the number one rank on any leaderboard is never, like, yeah. legitimate, is it? Like, <laughs> it's, like, two minutes, 20 seconds, two minutes, yeah. 18 seconds, and then... A minute and a half, and then you're like, "What the heck is going on here?" I am, I am, I am fiercely of the opinion that Mario Kart it should be just for carts. It's called Mario Kart for right. a reason. It's not called Mario Bike. And okay, uh, there shouldn't be any bikes there. Okay, but so I'd say I'm one of the purest uh, 
<laughs> it was right. one of the best times for just pure biking. Mario, sorry, I said biking. Mario, oh. Mario karting. Okay, but you haven't answered my question. Those leaderboards, you can see the leaderboards for the fastest on the particular particular track, right? But is there not a leaderboard for like online matches won? Like you get points for online matches and whoever has the top to score. No, it's just I think they just do single races and and is okay. And is there are there time the trials where you're where everyone else you're playing against is not AI or is not the computer? Yeah, well, the best time <clears throat> I think what they do is. The time that's slightly ahead of your time, they actually show a ghost of that doing it. And oh yeah, of course, the yeah. Ghost. It's like trials evolution. And sometimes yeah. it's computer uh, AI. Sometimes it's it's actual people's scores. Okay. Whatever is just slightly in front of you, you know, you have to race. Okay, so wh- what have we decided? Is that is that the is that what every gamer should should aspire to do? Should it, in my opinion, yeah, it should be online competitive multiplayer. Yeah, I. Where you beat? It's because beat it the, requires it's immediate skill. It's not like. You play a game where you have to, for example, playing Zelda, you, you have to figure out all the little ins and outs, what you're supposed to do. Once you know that, you can just go through the game really easily. Because it's all just about knowing the little tricks and the little... So you, what, uh, you're, what you're little secrets advocating here is... Uh, Something that requires dem- like bit more spontaneity. skill yeah, and spontaneity. Well, to be fair though, but like, look at these, all these Mario Kart tracks. It's the same argument well, I have against cycling. <laughs> <laughs> when, we played, when we played Mario Kart, it's not fair because you know all the tracks really well. I don't know the tracks. So you've mm. actually experienced all those tracks would be my mm, argument. It's could say that, but I think still Mario Kart requires that you be able to exercise what you know really well. It doesn't take very long to know a track, but it's it's yeah, you have to do you had to figure out the fastest route mm-hmm. and experiment with that. Exactly, yeah. You still need to be able to exercise it perfectly. But in that example though, so I don't see what the difference then is between that and just a single player thing. Because it's actually difficult. It requires skill to drive. <laughs> okay, well, let's not talk It doesn't about... require skill in, for example, in Zelda to... Maybe it does, I don't know, maybe. But, you know, often you just have to know a little secret in the game. And once you know it, you just go there and do it. Maybe it's difficult to kill bosses. Yeah. But I don't really think it is. Once you know the trick, you just do it. I I think there's an extra level in Mario Kart. It requires... Spontaneity and skill. Okay, well, and, uh, in Call of Duty, though, you're definitely playing against other thing, people. That's that's the point. That's the point I'm trying to trying to make is that you know exactly what's going to happen in Zelda every time. There's no there's no surprises. Yeah, However, okay. The, the, yeah. The, the, your luck and your luck in Mario Kart, whether you get blue shell constantly or you don't get it all, whether the, the computers like suddenly start acting like crazy or like yeah, but like that playing really well. The AI could act. The AI could act crazily in a single player game as well. It, uh, nothing changes really in Zelda. Yeah, but a mob, a mob, a moblin could attack you in a different way he did last time. He could <laughs> no. come from somewhere he didn't. <clears throat> no, they always appear in the same place. Yeah, but he could do something slightly different this time. Or he could. Uh, maybe, maybe today's games are a bit more variable in that okay. way. Yeah, so they have more intelligent. Yeah. Artificial intelligence. Yes, yeah, yeah. so maybe I shouldn't be using old examples. And again, no, no, you, I, can't, I, you can't I, predict, I think, you I can't predict you what... how players are going to act yes. in Call of Duty, for example. Okay. And you're playing against you them. They could be kind of retired really... and do weird things, or they could be really good. And you have to be able to judge that. On, okay, on but the spot. hold on a second. On Zelda, when you're or on Mario, Zelda, on Mario Kart, when you're playing time trials by yourself with just computers, hmm. surely you don't, you... Even, you don't even have computers if you don't want to. Okay, you can just leave them out and drive. So it's the, just drive the you. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's something different. Okay. Yes, I understand that in terms Versus of the ghost, in yeah. terms of other people, like other humans. They are far harder to predict, but yeah. and maybe I suppose then in single player games, 
you can only put it up to the highest difficulty and that's the limit to the intelligent AI. So if you know where they're spawning, it, there's a there's a greater or there's a there's a harder limit, harsher limit on exactly how unpredictable these AI constructs can be. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I think I take your point. So you think competitive multiplayer is the mm-hmm. what all gamers should aspire <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fine. Because like you see all these like League of Legends and Dota players and all this sort of stuff, you know, that's 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 what they gravitate to. And to an, to an extent with me, that's what I gravitate towards as well, obviously, because as a competitive person, that's what you want to do. But then you, mm. after a while, I think I began to realize that it's, it's video game that I'm beating these people at. So let's not <laughs> do that anymore. As I was saying, when, in, depending on the game, the game I'm playing, the type of game I'm playing, <clears throat> that is always my, after a while, when I play it again and again, that's what is what I seek to do. I seek to, in an open world game, an RPG, is to really make it role playing. In a single player, it's a speed run or as accurate a run or a flawless run as possible. And then in a game that you could say there's campaign mode in Call of Duty, but like, that's mm. not really what, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like learning. That's <laughs> like, you know, whatever, practice. Whatever. That can be cool. And then another thing. So you're saying overall, though, the overarching thing, overarching theme for gamers should be competitive multiplayer. It's, it's, yeah, it's like, any, it's should... like any skill that's really impressive to everyone. Yeah. It's, it requires. <laughs> Experience that allows you to judge right in the spot and be able to exercise perfectly. And of course, being able to gauge how good you are it's in like terms see, of all the It's like humans. watching Messi play or like, I don't know, you have to respond in the situation. Okay, so then what is the, what is the place for these single player story games? You like think a great, it's, great game guru as well. <laughs> you, you think for like these story games, it should just be about the experience. So we should segregate competitive, I wouldn't say online, but PvP well, it's games. Make, it's good to make stories difficult yeah. as well. Yeah. So you have to work. No, but w- but I mean, just in terms of what use the wrong word, they, but they fit in their own. They're just for personal experience. That's for you to experience, and you have fun doing that. Whereas when it comes to games that are are competitive, it should be gung ho, beat the yeah. crap, beat the snot yeah. out of anyone. And in actual fact, people that buy those type of games like Call of Duty are only going to do it competitively. There's no point buying a game of Call of Duty just to play at home and play occasionally. I mean, if you were to play it, it makes most sense to just try and be as good as possible. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we have the yeah. games no you one, should experience. No one should be a noob. Okay. They right. can help it. Okay. Actually, no. There should be. Exactly. There should be because we need to own them. Pwn. Okay. I just wanted to talk about that because I was, I went back and was watching some video, the start of a Skyrim, Let's Play or something, but it, he, what they do is they he'd keep quick saving, because <laughs> you can break your lockpicks, right? Mm-hmm. You can break the lockpicks in the game. So, but they 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 keep on quick saving and they'd reload the thing again and again and again and again and I thought this was an ex- ob- such an obvious exploit in the game I wondered where you find the balance in terms of exploits like that in a single player game where you're not playing against anyone else where it doesn't really matter before you, there was creative mode in Minecraft there was there were duplication glitches so you could just create as much of one that very valuable item like diamonds mm. as much as possible and you could create mm. whatever you wanted and I just wanted you know does it matter what, what do you feel about those in video games if it's just a personal, you know, game where you're not competing against anyone else, do these exploits matter to you? I suppose you see. Well, like, like to me, like for example, getting like uh, infinite ammo in GTA. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, where I, do they fit? You see, because me I, with I those think, type of games, I want to role play, so I yeah, don't want exactly. to cheat. I, I don't. I think yeah, it's it's important to like the developers have given you a game. I think you should play it. But after what I often do is I always. Wait until I finish the game. I always wait till I finish the GTA game, for yeah. example. And then, you then get the I get all the cheats and okay. go crazy. Okay, because okay. it's a good laugh when you've actually experienced the game. Okay, 
Okay, I understand. Sorry. Kind of douchey. Yeah, just cheating. Because you're not bothered trying to play the actual game. Okay. It's worth playing. But then again, I, I, I suppose with those games, it's up to you to experience the game however you want. And this is this is my thing about modding. Yeah, you I don't can do it all you want. I mean, it's obviously subjective. But mm-hmm. I was just thinking in terms of the modding in Skyrim, you kind of have a, or maybe you don't. I don't know. You have a responsibility maybe to play. Because people were doing it are, are like going in second way, second go or whatever. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, you see, t- so they don't uh, want to just play the same. Hold game on a second. Again. I was just going to say that in that case, it's probably okay. But with some of these games, you can experience it in so many different ways. <laughs> That like you can play a lot of these open world games, did you make different choices? Play yeah, The Walking yeah. Dead and make different choices, and The Wolf Among Us and make different choices. Yeah. However, well, actually, two things I wanted to say is I I feel like you have a duty to the developer, kind of when you buy the game, to experience it the way they want you to, and then you can oh, do whatever I think you want. Sixty quid is your duty to them. You think, think so? Yeah. I brought this up because when I play a video game, or I'm generally I don't I don't generally spread myself out. I don't uh, stretch my no. <laughs> I don't buy a lot of games. I I'm kind of down to a few good games, and sometimes like I take on more, and sometimes I don't. So I play these games a lot. Mm. Maybe that's a bad thing. Maybe I've noticed. Maybe when I've experienced them, I don't need to play them anymore, or a couple of times. But because I don't generally play uh, like online multiplayer competitive games. Because I would go crazy trying to and literally waste waste my life. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, wasting my exactly. life. But then again, maybe video. I was video- a kid, so I, I think it's acceptable enough. Maybe playing video games then. The straight third amount of hours. On, yeah, exactly. Uh, Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, but then you realize playing any video but game. I, I, I was is a playing waste it during fourth year, so I had absolutely nothing else to do. Right. Got very good at it though. <laughs> of course, yeah. And then you kind of look at yourself and you think, "What have I done?" But oh, I just, I'm I, proud. <laughs> I just, want, I just want to know where, how, kind of how how this fits in. I've decided I experienced the games that are to be experienced, and if I was to get a competitive game that was aimed towards being a competitive game, it's to be as good as possible at that game in terms of <laughs> the people. Okay. Um, you you've never played Call of Duty. I have. I have Modern Warfare Two here, but I don't never played it online ever. Great, you should get into it. I don't. I hate first-person games. I can't stand it. Really? I can't stand it. It's sorry. No, actually, there are certain first-person games that I just can't stand. Yeah, but it's, 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 it just it's, annoys it's, me. It's completely like it's it's a very competitive thing. So I thought you liked that. No, I, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. First of all, my problem in first-person games is I hate the view you take. Why can I? Why can I see my hands <laughs> and then like a gun? I just I hate. I, I need to see more. I think they started. Have they started giving you the uh, third-person view as an option? And then you call it. I have no idea. I don't think they're in ones I've. They couldn't possibly do that because that would. I stopped getting them after Black Ops, so I don't really know. I prefer I prefer third-person shooters, but my problem with first-person shooters is I look at the TV there; it's behind you, right? And I'm playing Call of Duty on that. When I look at the actual screen and what is actually the first-person view in the game. I have this bit to the TV is my own view. And then in the first person view, I have the same thing again. So if you, if I look at this TV here, imagine I'm holding a gun as in it's, as in Call of Duty. I'm holding like something stupid. It's an unnecessary middleman. Yeah, that's what I mean. I already have my first person view. So when I look at the TV, I don't want to have to want to see my hands again. I already see them in real life. You know, for a first, a real true first person game should only be used in VR. 
Well, real like, first person like Oculus, Oculus Rift like arcade games where you actually have the gun in your hands. Okay, yes. <laughs> well, I don't know what you call it. That's some sort of virtual reality. <laughs> but if I want to see, see, I think you should play Call of Duty uh, with the Oculus Rift. That's that's where you should play Call of Duty. But when I'm playing it on a television, a flat screen there, I have my own real life first person view, and then I'm looking into a first. It's like first person viewception. It's like inception. <laughs> I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it within. I'm seeing the like first a person dream view within a dream. Within, <laughs> within. It's really uh, cool. Within that, so I actually I bother. Whereas I prefer the third person. I prefer third person shooters in terms of that. But some first person games I don't mind. But just it, it annoys me slightly. Uh, any of the video gaming you want to bring up? Any? No. Um, okay, then we'll move on to something else. You know the Skyrim uh, by the by Manslayer. You know the gamer poop. You know those things. The watch it rise up, rise up. <laughs> and I was actually looking for drops I could use for the podcast, which we can now. Uh, Have you put on what I what I told you to put on? No, I I haven't got that dark meat because I didn't think that was uh, applicable. I, to no, 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 I, I thought it was funny, but I didn't <laughs> think I could reuse it. You see, there's I have a couple of drops. I may as well hit you up with some drops. Okay, no, actually, what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a pause quickly, and then we're gonna come back and introduce the soundboard. <laughs> Okay, we're back and we're going to play a little game <laughs> because I wanted to introduce a soundboard and what I'm going to do is I'm going to just try and feed you into a way that I can get you to use these essentially. So I'm going to try to do. Okay, so what video game are you most looking forward to this year? Oh, uh, maybe, maybe Zelda? It's not coming out this year. It's shit, terrible. shit, shit. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing else. Actually, you haven't played, Mar- you haven't played Mario Kart 8 yet. What's the story? Mm, when no, you get in your hands on that? Are you, uh, are you looking forward to it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm real excited. Real excited. For some reason. Okay. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a deadlock. I have five deadlocks that I'm definitely <laughs> going to use. And then I have a couple of other ones that oh, I can, fuck. we can workshop now. Um, so what, you remember you were doing that Tom Bombadil thing in that last episode, the mm. cut that nobody knows what we're talking I'm about. I'm never saying it again. What was that? <laughs> what was that? Like, I didn't understand it. Mm. And I didn't know what was going on. I don't know why I did it. I must have, I think we were talking about Lord of the Rings. But why did you need to to use that as a? No, you weren't. We weren't. We were talking about something totally different. And you just brought up Tom Bombadil, like out of nowhere. So it was no. like, a, what, what was it? I'm, I'm just kind of crazy. Like you kind of just drop in things <laughs> into other conversations from like pop, pop culture and everything that nobody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, dude, your references are out of control. Everyone knows that. So uh, we're gonna go out and play hoops. <clears throat> yes. Ooh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, give me some information. That's just going to blow my mind. I found a really rare species of plant the other day. Right. So, total loser. And uh, what about it? Was there anything, anything interesting about it? Uh, it's very rare. He freaks my mind. Filthy little mind freaker, that's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got like that one. And then, uh, of course, we have the innuendo button. So, give me something. Innuendo. In, no. Uh, I, saw, I saw a bird yesterday. Yeah. Was it taken roughly from behind? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's gonna be good. Who was that? Who's that? It's a it's a machinima thing from Halo. And uh, then we have a couple of the ones. Um, I have a. I don't want to be strong with you because you are a nice guy. Do you know who that is? It's Josie. Oh, so whenever. Yeah. Uh, what does he say? I don't want to be strong with you because you are a nice guy. <laughs> uh, whenever a sports game's over and we can't believe it, we have this. You know, I had to wake up this morning and turn on the TV and make sure I wasn't dreaming. Ooh. Steve Wade. Oh, yeah, just, he, of course. Referring to uh, an interview after LeBron went to Miami. He <laughs> you know, I had to wake up this morning and turn on the TV and make sure I wasn't dreaming. Yeah, so there we go. And I have a couple of the ones. 
God, I'm so sweaty. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where that's going to fit, but... Uh, and then, of course, when I'm starting to speak over An you... An interrupting cow! An interrupting cow! No! <laughs> Jake, that's all, is that a circle? Is that a lock? Oh, that's a lock. And then I have a last one, which you hopefully should recognize, which I just thought was hilarious, and... Uh, Skimmel-a-rinky-dinky-dink. Skimmel-a-rinky-doo. <laughs> Uh, is that uh, is that usable? Oh yeah. Okay, good. If we're talking about food, we can put that in. Okay. If we're talking okay. about exercise, we can put in the other one back there. I'm so sweaty. Yeah. God, I'm so sweaty. Okay, good. <laughs> Skimmel a rinky dinky dink. Skimmel a rinky doo. <laughs> okay, so that was a uh, that was an episode mm. of a podcast. We talked good. about very little. We workshopped some stuff. Mm. Um, some would say I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I'm real excited. <laughs> Real excited. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to episode 10. It's going to be great. Thank you for listening to a very uh, scattered, hmm. very scattered episode of, of podcast. I, I will admit we're still trying to experiment with these things and I have segment ideas and uh, all this stuff. But so uh, We still have to do those uh, survival segments. We do, yeah. That can be, uh, I have I have, I have, have ideas. I have plenty of ideas, but we can just sit down and, uh, and talk about them as a, as a joint venture, as a as a group. Mm. So uh, thank you for listening to episode 9 of YDK Podcast. Uh, please subscribe to us on iTunes if you like this and uh, download our stuff. Um, and, uh, Do we have a store? <laughs> we, we should we, have a store. We should have a store. They should buy stuff from our store. We should, they should, yeah. yeah. If we were to open a store, what would we do? <laughs> um, I know. I know what one t-shirt could be. T-shirt would be uh, anything looks good in the montage. That's, uh, that's one mm, of our things. Mm. We could also have a we don't talk about cycling t-shirt. Yeah. Um, what else could we have? We're gonna probably have a Tom Do- Tom Bombadil hoodie. Sorry, no, we don't have a store. And also, if you want to contact us, uh, ydkpod at gmail dot com. Very interesting. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Mm-hmm. As you scratch your head, I can't finish it with a drop, unfortunately, because I just closed the soundboard. So, let's nice. uh, <laughs> just I'll, say I'll, we're. I'll do an impression of I'm, one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> just te- we're really excited to record episode ten, aren't we? Really excited. Okay, thanks for listening.